Yep. It was on this date, 1966, the Fab Four recorded Yellow Submarine on the Sgt. Pepper album. And it was on this date in 1967 that they released Sgt. Pepper. Interesting. Because yeah. we were just talking yeah. about Yellow yeah. Submarine. Yeah. Okay. There, there you go. And uh, the, the thing that was track, uh, that was kind of cool, um, on Yellow Submarine, you've, you've heard the song. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, you hear bubbles blowing. Mm-hmm. That's John. He had a straw, and they recorded him blowing bubbles. No kidding. And he's going, full speed ahead, Mr. Captain. Full speed ahead. That's John. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. But it's their engineer, Jeff Emmerich. Um, that was the first, because um, George Martin, you know, Mr. Producer, missed it. And Jeff Emmerich was there. And John said, I want some bubbles. And Emmerich went, okay, hang on. And went out and got a bucket of water and a straw and said, blow. And John went, okay. And, and that was it. <laughs> that is so yep. funny. What's interesting is that now, as far as the bump music that we play, yeah. you and I do not consult on that ahead no. of time. Full disclosure. We have no idea. I have no idea what you're planning, what you're going to pull up. Nope. On the way into work this morning, I hit the Genie mixtape. What comes up? Yellow Submarine. And I'm jamming out to that because I remember it from when I was a kid. And as as I'm singing along, I'm like, I'm thinking two things. One is, I bet this doesn't mean just nothing like I think it means. It, it's probably something nefarious, and here I am singing along. Number two, the sound effects caught my attention yep. this time. And it's just what you... Now, I'm going to have to listen to it again, going home to, to hear the bubbles blow. But I'm thinking they have these cheesy little, like, ocean sounds. And I'm like, they really... Pulled out all the stops to, to get that going. But um, yeah, it's fascinating to think that he's sitting there with a, with a cup a, of liquid in it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> John so Blow. Funny. Okay, uh, fine. Here you go. Very high tech. Yep. That's as high tech as our sound effects here in the studio. Pretty much. Um, but I thought it was interesting that um, it was on the state in '66 uh, that they recorded Yellow Submarine, and it was on the state a year later. That Sgt. Pepper album was released. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, so, very is, interesting. Which is kind of cool. Very interesting. So, anyway. Um, actually, oh, good morning. Uh, <laughs> good morning. By the way. Yeah. Good morning. Uh, Happy eight, Thursday. Uh, 8.08 is the time. Wow. Yes, I concur. Um, and also, um, kind of kind of Beatles related. Yeah. It was on this date mm-hmm. in 1969, May 26th. That John and his little groupie Yoko uh, began an eight-day bed-in in room 1742 of the Hotel La Rienne Elizabeth in Montreal, Quebec, nice. to promote world peace. They recorded "Give Peace a Chance" in the hotel room, and Petula Clark oh. can be heard singing in the background. And uh, yeah, she was up there, chipped in. I, I don't know. Well, that's was, odd. Uh, but you can go to the Queen Elizabeth in Montreal. Yeah. You can rent room 1742, uh, where the international media... I've been up to the room. Yeah. I, when I go to Montreal, I stay at the Queen Elizabeth. I okay. love it. Right. Uh, because there's a, an underground stop mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. So I never have to go above the city. Yeah, the I underground just, city is yeah, really cool in Montreal. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can... Uh, <laughs> um, and I, I was... This morning, I will see if I can dig up uh, how much that room is. Uh, but, Interesting. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool. So you can go stay there. 
so so let's back this up a little bit okay so so they did a bed in to promote world peace yeah where basically you just stay in bed yeah oh i just found myself a new cause yeah i bet i think world peace is needed now more than ever and um, to promote world peace, why doesn't that work for me? If I stay in bed for how many days? Ten days? Yeah. Why can't I stay in bed for ten days and have that be considered a cause? But uh, there was, um, uh, John would take a sheet and would put the sheet over him and Yoko, and that's how they do the interviews. So you'd be sitting at the in a chair at the foot of the bed talking to a big lump in the Why? Bed. Why? Well, that, they thought that was, you know, part of their avant-garde art expression. So you're talking, you don't see us. So it wasn't enough that they were in bed. No. They had to be covered up like a little ghost, yeah. like a, like yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. a second grade kid trying to Casper. be a ghost. On, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't well, say that. It makes sense. Uh, okay. So that's what they did. <laughs> I'm just trying to get all the parameters no, for no. this bed in because I think that could be a thing. No, that was... But, like, why isn't that just me being a slacker? I mean, no, I'm promoting world peace. Well, that's what the, the media came. I'm not it's being John lazy. John and Yoko, you know, hey, we're going to be there, and they uh, they did eight days, uh, just sitting sitting on the bed, and she was reading, and John was, or he, she was cutting his hair. Gross. Just, yeah, I know. I'm just just saying. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyway. Well, I don't want the media in, and I want food delivered, and I'll uh, read and stuff. Of course but, you do. But it's all in the name of world peace. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see if we can get a hotel around here. And Oh, a hotel. I was just picturing in my own creepy little house. Oh. A hotel, that'd be even better. I, mean, I thought you said you wanted food delivered. I do, but they'll deliver to my house. Oh. Hello, Uber. Say, Where have you been? I'm not, Crow I'm Magnon. Not, I'm not sitting in your bed <laughs> waiting no. for your kids to bring food up. <laughs> no. If we're going to do this, it's going to be legit. I didn't say you were in on it. I'm just going to bed for eight days and calling it. A, oh, a I see where this is yeah, going. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> okay, fine. Uh, also on this date, uh, just a little New Hampshire history. Mm-hmm. Um, May 26th, 2021. Police in the state of New Hampshire, issued an active arrest warrant for singer Marilyn Manson. Oh, uh, yes, that's in right. connection yeah. with the assault charge. Uh, assault, two counts, class A misdemeanor, involving a photographer during a concert in Guilford. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. How'd that work out? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, we also have to play, we have to play a song. Okay. Um, uh, the woman who uh, owned this song uh, was born on the state. Oh, so we'll, we'll very sneak nice. that into it. All right. Uh, Red Sox lost. Oh. Yeah, I know. Didn't they hear you saying they needed to keep going? Yeah. Were they not listening to the show uh, yesterday? I, I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, they lost 3-1 to one to Chicago. Okay. Uh, final game of the three-game series tonight. Uh, first pitch is at 8-10, and you can hear all the action. Hopefully they'll... Um, they got on the board first last night. It's just... Mm-hmm. Didn't get on with the most when it counted. That's, that's all. But that's okay. Uh, they wrap up in Chicago tonight. Then they're back in Fenway tomorrow night. And we'll tell you more about that in a little while. But tonight, first pitch, 810. You can hear all the action right here on News Talk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490, FM 98.9 WUVR. And speaking of Red Sox history, on this date, uh, in 2016, 
Wade Boggs had his number retired at Fenway Park, becoming the 10th player to have his number retired with the team. Wow. Yeah, Chicken wow. Man. Chicken, chicken man. man. Yeah. He had this thing. Um, he would always eat uh, chicken before a game. Huh. It was, uh, you know, apparently he did okay. it. And all of a sudden, that game he took off. It was like it was superstitious. Right. Know? It's okay. like, okay, do that again. Yep. Yep. So he, gotcha. he had a big thing about, you know, eating fried chicken before a game. Oh, whatever. Maybe we should call that into the current players and say, hey, have you thought of this? Well, there are two things I need to say. One, I'm going to call them and say, I'm very disappointed in you. And I think that'll propel them because it always worked when my dad said that to me. And number two, they need to eat chicken. I'm waiting for you to work fried chicken delivery into your bed in for peace. Oh, oh yeah, I there you go. I love it. 8.15, we'll take a break. I got to talk to this girl. know how much I love you. Never know how much I care When you put your arms around me I get a fever that's so hard to bear You give me fever When you kiss me, fever When you hold me tight Fever In the morning A fever all through the night Sun lights up the daytime Moon lights up I love the drums. I mean, bass fiddle. Yeah. Drums. Yeah. Finger snaps. And voice. Yeah, amazing voice. Oh, yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Wow. Uh, born on this date, 1920, Norma Dolores Eggstrom. Oh. Yeah. Doesn't sell. No. A.K.A. Peggy Lee. There you go. Yep. That's got some. Peggy Lee uh, was born on the state in 1920. Wow. Uh, she was nominated for 12 Grammy Awards. Uh, she actually won in 1969. Um, I always thought it was such a depressing song. Uh, is that all there is? Oh. Uh, yeah. She said, you know, and I saw a fire and it burned the house down and everybody was crying. And I thought, is that all there is to a fire? I'm like, What? <laughs> yeah, um, but she won a Grammy for that. Really? Uh, yeah, and but not for Fever. Oh, that's fascinating. Well, I know. That is way better. Oh, I and so. I think more widely known. Uh, oh yeah, it, it would seem. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, um, that's a know, good one. But Peggy Lee and Fever. I mean, any excuse to play that song. Sure. It's just fabulous. Yep. So, um, okay. So there you go. Um, I did find uh, the John and Yoko room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to find uh, the at the Queen Elizabeth Hotel in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Nope. It just said nope. Busy. So all right. So, all I'll right, come so back you can't it. get in. Oh well. <laughs> oh. I don't know. It, it's I'm. I'm sure that's got to be quite the thing for people that are. You know, diehard fans, they want to, to be there, to go in there. Well, like I said, I did it, you know. It's oh. just, just kind of cool. <laughs> but, you know. Um, and, but for me, I like the Queen Elizabeth of Montreal. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's central uh, parking at the hotel. And then I got the metro. Yeah. Just, boom, I, I just love Montreal. Yeah. Montreal is a lot oh, of fun. I, and I'm not a city boy, but mm-hmm. of big cities, I like Montreal. Yeah. It was it was reasonably clean. Mm-hmm. It is, um, and I wasn't worried about getting mugged. Right. Um, right. So, right. 
Uh, plus, I never had money. So so even if they did, they'd be disappointed muggers. Well, yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, stinking American, where's your money? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, no, I always liked Montreal. And, yeah. and uh, uh, my French was, is not all that hot. Right. Uh, but it didn't have to be. Yep. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. We can still figure out how to. Yeah, you know, get from here to there. A friend of mine uh, who went with me, we we knew three words in French: poulet, no, yeah. chapeau, yeah, rue, rue, R-U-E, street. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So poulet is chicken, chapeau is hat, hat. street. So we would just go around going poulet chapeau rue, which made no sense, but it made us sound like we were talking French to people who didn't know. Wow. Yeah, and chicken hat street. You you made it. We we did. They wow. they escorted us out. But yeah. See, Quebec was harder for me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Quebec City yep. was harder to get around than Montreal. Okay. Because they are hardcore French. Oh. And okay. it's like you really need to have more than three words. <laughs> okay. In order to get around up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, yeah, Montreal was a lot easier. Uh, I know parlay English. <laughs> They're like, okay, yeah, yeah get out of here. Yeah, and, but you know, they, I, I, I figured that out. So um, yeah, but Quebec, they're like, well, they probably figured it out for me too when I was going poulet chapeau rue. They're like, what? Chicken uh, hat street? Get out of here! I remember um, I had, I was in London, yeah, and had taken the hovercraft uh, over to Boulogne in France, mm-hmm. and I was uh, Boulogne is a nice uh, medieval French city. Okay. Uh, castled walls around it and oh it's beautiful nice. beautiful and spent the day you know dubbing around there and stopped at a, um, a restaurant a boulangerie mm-hmm. um, waiting to get the hovercraft to mm-hmm. come back and the waiter came over and we were conversing in English and the waiter came over and uh, I'm like okay um, uh, and I'm trying to say something in French and, and, and order and not just point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and he's looking quizzically. I'm like, um, okay. Uh, uh, how do I say? How do I say uh, for for three? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, pour uh, trois. Uh, I'm, you know, You're and, struggling. And yeah. he, he's yeah. kind of getting a little annoyed. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, back off, Jack. I'm trying here. Okay. <laughs> Um, yes. And I finally got it out, and mm-hmm. he's like, we, we, we. And he walks away, and I'm like, oh, my God, that was incredibly tough. Yeah. I hear him two tables away. Is that all you'd like? <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? That's awesome. You busted my chops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You went through all that okay. for nothing. Hey, say au revoir to your tip. It's oh, gone. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, oh, I bet he's missing that dollar, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, dime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it's, it, Montreal, I also liked, so that was the first time I had poutine. Oh, and it yeah. was, so they the cobblestone streets, and they have all these outdoor little cafes, and that's what we had there. And it was just, oh, it was so Also, the first time I ever went through a, um, it's Park Safari, uh, that you drive through, and the animals oh, yeah, yeah, come yeah, right yeah, up yeah, to yeah. your, oh, Park Safari so much fun. Yes, yeah, yeah. so much fun. Yeah, they, uh, there's another... Uh, we should be getting kickbacks from tourism of there's Montreal. There's another nice one uh, in Granby, uh, just east of Montreal. It's the Granby Zoo. Yeah. And you could you can walk it, but they also have elevated cars that you can just ride 
over the elevated cars uh, (laughs) on a rail, a rail system. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, And you can just sit there, and there are the elephants and the tigers and the zebras. It's kind of cool. Yeah, Yeah. very nice. nice. Uh, Eight twenty-six is the time. Nancy Brophy, hey, you're not too smart there, girl. Seventy-one years old, convicted yesterday of second-degree murder for shooting dead her husband uh, four years ago. Uh, she claims she killed her husband in a scheme to collect his $1.4 million life insurance policy. She had previously written a blog post entitled How to Murder Your Husband. <laughs> Oops. Uh-huh. Uh, she faces life <laughs> well, You write what you know, well, right? Well, that's yeah. it, you know. <laughs> oh, a romance novelist who once penned a blog, How to Murder Your Husband, and has been convicted of doing just that. Oh, my goodness. And the attorney said, she had the plan in place right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the opportunity to carry out the motive. She was the only one that had the motive. And she's like, um, no, we were in a loving relationship of more than 25 years. Uh-huh. They would... Yeah. <laughs> I think if your spouse starts writing about how to kill your, yeah. you know, husband, wife, whatever it, yeah. it is, yeah. that's when you kind of start being a little more cautious around the home. <sighs> y- you kind of start... Didn't she ever hear the thing, you know, don't write it down? I don't know. put it in writing? I, I know. Wow. I know. Wow. Um, so, like I said, you're not that smart girl. No, 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 You no. just gave them. Um, yeah. You know, you just, <laughs> you just gave them and motive. Love, you know, there are so many of those that you hear about or you see, because I'm a big fan of these stupid murder shows, the, the real life ones. And there are so many people who have it as a, like, to-do list. You know, hide the weapon, uh, stake the, you know. And they've got it as bullet points and they're yeah. checking stuff on the I guess, you know, you're trying to be organized as you commit this Buy murder. A gallon but... of bleach to yes, get blood off yes, wood chipper. Yes, yeah, I know. Honestly. I know. I, I don't quite no. understand. No. But, hey. but that's good. There's a lot of that I don't understand. And I'm glad yeah, I, don't I don't understand, understand you yep. murdering. Yeah. Yep. I don't Anybody. get it. So, yep. anyway. Uh, A28 is the time. And, uh, well, we're still, there's a bunch of stuff going on um, around the country. A lot of it, not so pretty good. Um, I I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, still trying to digest it. Um, and, and I'm not exactly sure um, why um, uh, people do things um, to try to capitalize on this. Um, former President Obama uh, sent out a tweet uh, linking the shooting. To the two-year-old, uh, to the two-year mark of George Floyd's murder. I was like, "What?" Um, yeah. Um, uh, okay. Nineteen children, two teachers murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he um, s- somehow said, you know, um, he, he was trying to tie it to the national, you know, passing of of George Floyd two years ago. I'm like, what? Uh, he said, as we grieve the children of Uvalde today, we should take time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him. In the aftermath of his murder, a new generation of activists rose up to channel their anguish into organized action, launching a movement to raise awareness of systemic racism and the need for criminal justice and police reform. Like, What, what does that have to do with the tragedy that just happened with all that, the that's, kids? That's it. I, I guarantee you, not a single grieving parent cares what happened two years ago. Yeah, and and you know, and, and it does not seem that the issues are the same. And and you trying to pander to your favorite activist group, uh, shame. 
there's there's no connection, man. Why? Yeah, gee, it's really tough that those kids died. But hey, remember George Floyd? He's he's who I'm thinking about. Like, what are you talking about, sir? Um, I, I, why? 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 You're, you're supposedly, I mean, former president, rational. Why do you come out and try to tie something? The something that o- had to do with racism, the police officer, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, no. Is what they're claiming, well, right? Well, I don't know. It's still, you know, the kid was bullied, um, you know. But he had issues all over the place. Yeah. So did Floyd. Yeah. But the police officer who had his neck on Floyd's neck uh, has been his charged knee on his neck. Yeah. yeah uh, has been charged and has been you know mm-hmm. punishment has been meted out. Right. Um, right. It's like seriously, why are you trying to tie that? There's no equivalent. Mm-hmm. No. Um, so why why logical people come out and throw their name? Uh, to the wind you're going what are you doing right it makes no sense to me whatsoever 831 is the time and if you if you happen to agree with him feel free call us um 1-888-299-3151 if you say i know why you did okay explain it to me because i don't get it we'll take a break would you stand up and walk out on me lend me your ears and i'll sing Whenever you thought I, I can sing, like Ringo, <laughs> then well, there you go. Um, yep, from Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I get by with a little help from my friends. Uh huh. Eight thirty-seven is the time. Uh, not bad weather uh, today. Uh, we've got a chance of some rain showers coming in tomorrow night, but uh, realistically, seventies. You know, nice. It's okay. Yeah. Yep. And it was. Uh, um, Nice to, again, sit on the sit on the front porch this morning and have coffee. Yes. You know, 5.30, quarter six, and I don't have to have a parka on, you know? It's like, okay, <laughs> this is pretty good. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no, I'm enjoying this. It so. is, yes. It's just right. Well, Perfect I don't want it to, I'm, I'm one of these people that, uh, I'm like the, you know, three bears, too hot, too cool, yes, you know? Yes, yes. I want it just kind of right. Yeah. And uh, um, I don't want it too hot. I don't want it too cold. Just just perfect. Yeah. Yep. Right in the That's middle. That's all I want. Okay. You wouldn't think I'm asking for a lot. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah. I know. But anyway, be that as it may, um, and I, but I think a lot of people are, you know, in the same boat. I mean, that's why we're in New Hampshire, because we don't get creamed with Oklahoma weather, right? Or 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 right. you know, North Carolina, South Carolina weather. Right. It's hot and humid, and it's like. Ugh. If we do get the extremes, we just wait a little bit, and it That's mellows out and, yeah. and changes. No, just uh, kind of wait. It's gonna, um, it'll clean out. It'll be fine. Um, but, um, oh golly, uh, we're gonna talk to uh, uh, Amy uh, coming up in a little while uh, from Grand Estate Dairy Promotion. 
because June is dairy month. Yay! Yay! Uh, ice cream. I was going to say, cream. what's our favorite form oh, of dairy? Yeah. yeah. So um, um, we'll talk about milk and, and you know, uh, is milk um, still available? You know, is it uh, hard to find? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll ask all those pertinent questions. So see what the uh, see what she has to say. We'll check in with her. Um, yeah, I've been going through the uh, news network since about five o'clock this morning, um, and it is all Texas. Yeah, you know, yes, um, yep. And um, the thing that's starting to that, that you're starting to see is um, finger pointing. Mm-hmm. It didn't take long for that. Uh, apparently, um, there were some uh, police officers on scene. And uh, now that people are saying, why didn't you just go charging in there? Why did you stay outside? Mm-hmm. So, again, and, and you know that there's going to be a certain amount of that. Sure. You know, the right. s- second guessing, uh, well, we lost X number of children, but had you done your job, right. maybe we would have lost half of that. Right. right. I, uh, so. Because there's got to be somebody to blame and some way for us to rationalize out that, that this could be prevented so that going forward, we're thinking, okay, this is how that's not going to happen again. Yep. That There's just no way to reconcile this in your mind. How does this make sense? So you have to try to start evaluating what went wrong I, yep. and whose fault it is. And, and you know, I, and, and again, I, I get that uh, because we want... We want answers. We, right. we want to know how something as uh, tragic as this uh, happened. We want answers. Right. And and so we will rationalize any way to get answers to our questions so we feel like we've got our hands wrapped around this. Right, because the underlying element of that is fear. And how am I going to make sure this isn't happening in my backyard to my kids at our school? So it, it's, yeah, we've got to... There's a lot of that wrestling. Oh yeah, and then never mind the the grieving parents of those kids. Well, I was looking at the New York Post this morning, and uh, uh, they had a an opinion, uh, and it said our greatest public health crisis: the angry young male. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. Um, and Maureen Callahan wrote, "Of course, it happened again. How could it not?" In every one of these school massacres, the latest always seems something more horrific and unthinkable than the last, and we vow never again. Yet we do nothing. Gun control is necessary, of course. The idea that someone not old enough to vote can legally purchase assault rifles is insane, but lawmakers, public health officials, and Americans ourselves have a greater, more complicated crisis to address. We are continuing to create, more than 20 years after Columbine, young male mass shooters who target schoolchildren. Only in America. No other country suffers this sickness but us. America, land of milk and honey, born here and you're born on third base. Yet we're cultivating a cohort, young men hell-bent on killing our children. There is a malignancy in our culture, and like every untreated cancer, it continues to metastasize. Mass shootings aren't just commonplace, they're frequent. They're no longer a bug in our country, but a feature. Less than two weeks ago, a mass shooter killed 10 people in Buffalo at a supermarket. Who even remembers that now, after this one? And we all know it's probably another week or two before another random mass shooting another round of national outrage and sadness, and another collective shrug of hopelessness. This one feels different, of course. Fourth graders, all in the same classroom. Sandy Hook felt different, too. That was supposed to be a never-again moment, but so much for that. We are the greatest nation in the world, and we're failing our children like no other. 
To read the description of America's latest school shooter is to recognize an all-too-familiar profile. Young, male, angry, noticeably disturbed, witnesses piecing together other clues, including online threats made openly, not on the dark web, only after the fact, an obsession with guns, violence, and first-person shooter video games, an estrangement from at least one parent, refusal to attend school, anger towards girls and women, antisocial, has no sense of belonging to family, to school, to community, and thus retreats online where rage and vital threats are unleashed to a like-minded community, reinforcing a sense of victimization and validating the thirst for what these shooters see as vengeance. The lone wolf is no more, not since the internet. Now any disaffected young man can become, with anonymous encouragement and advice, a killing machine. Yeah, I, I just said that is uh, tragic. Um, again, it's too easy uh, for a boy or a man because the frontal cortex of your brain does not mature until 25. So it's, it's all too easy for them to plug into a self-selecting group online and share gruesome fantasies for others. And they go, yeah, yeah. Indications uh, that some may consider meaningless and others imperative. Uh, he engaged seriously with his violent and racist online community, and, and they um, provided solace during the pandemic lockdown. And it, it just spent two years reinforcing that. So, and, and they posed the question, after 9-11, the Department of Homeland Security began tracking online, excuse me, online chatter to disrupt planned terror attacks, as did the FBI, which began proactively working up profiles on future terrorists. Why can't the same be done here? Mm -hmm. You know, we have the technology. Kind of makes sense. Uh, and the, the, this article in the uh, Post said, uh, we know the suspect. This is America's true enemy within, as dangerous to our national security, physical, physiological, existential, as any war or pandemic. Uh, the angry young American male is our greatest public health crisis. Scary. Mm -hmm. But take a look. Yeah. You know? Um, so... It, it, I know people are screaming um, gun control. Well, again, that's that's a, a simplification. Uh, that's not going to solve. Uh, and there's a bill that they're working on in the Senate right now. They're saying, we need to pass it. Need to pass it. Had that bill passed, it would have had no impact whatsoever on this young man's uh, ability to buy firearms. Would have done nothing. So, again, you want to pass yourselves on the back saying, look, we've done something. When, in point of fact, you've done nothing. So... Anyway, uh, 8.45 is the time. We got Bob on the line? We do. Hey, Bob. Yeah. What's going on? Well, the latest is uh, they just had to shut it down. This is going to happen, and it's going to get worse, as the, especially when the Roe versus Wade thing hits. They've had to shut down a college campus in Texas this morning because of uh, threats of a mass shooting. Really? Yeah, just came on the news uh, just a minute ago, but... Uh, I don't know where to begin. I just, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, uh, do you remember Parkland, the shooting at the Parklands High School? Oh, okay, yes, yes. And, uh, now, one of the victims' uh, father, uh, his name was, uh, uh, his name was, uh, I'm trying to think of it now, I lost, Andrew Pollock. They, yeah, okay. He wrote a book about his daughter. His daughter was Meadow Pollock. Yes, and he exposed the whole thing behind Parkland. Remember, I think I'm correct in saying Parkland, Orlando, Fort Hood, San Bernardino, Newtown. What's the uh, 
what's the the like? Uh, who were the who who was in office during those those shootings? Uh, go ahead. Who were who were the president and vice president? Uh, uh, Obama and Biden. Yeah. Uh, and there's many more now. On Fox Business yesterday, and this is probably true, but they're not to the degree the one we just had was, which is just, you know, it's just, I can't even talk about it. So, it's so, I mean, Newtown was bad enough. But uh, apparently, in the last year, there's been 27 school shootings to a different, to different degrees, whether it be a, a single death or an injury or something like that. But this thing has been growing. And so they didn't, but uh, yeah, the thing, uh, the thing about Parkland was, if you go, if you remember back then, uh, Obama and Holder came up with this Promise Program, and you can look it up. It's all on Google and everything. It'll tell you exactly what the Promise Program was. That was to keep minorities in, my, in that area, in Brevard County, keep protect minorities from being uh, incarcerated for their for crimes. So they, this kid Cruz, who did the uh, did the deed, and by the way, that whole police force uh, blew that thing. You know that, right? Yeah. The police, the uh, one of the, the officer. First of all, the, the police chief down there was a real, you know, crap ball. He came, he was uh, came out of New York City. Obviously, got his little retirement up in New York City and went down there to, to make a mess of that area. But, but the kid, the police officer, yeah, he stood outside and let it happen. But what they did was they came up with this promise program. This was to protect minorities in uh, in schools. So what they would do, to the, what they did with his crews, they kept flip, they kept pushing them around to different locations. All the while, he had stuff everywhere. I mean, it was like slam dunk. The kid's going to do it. But, uh, you know, like I say, now Biden, uh, I hope Biden doesn't go down there. I mean, it was bad enough what this dope uh, O'Rourke said, what he did. Well, you I know mean, what? Biden shouldn't go down there. Well, you've got uh, the NRA is going to be meeting. They're having their annual right. convention uh, right. in, in, what, Houston? Uh, yeah, and that's going to be a lightning rod, too. Right. And Trump's supposed to speak there now. Ted Cruz uh, said that Trump should probably not go speak there. No. I mean, that's the way it is now. You can't do anything without getting uh, the... Yeah, but this country's... This, this is going to make uh, 2020... I mean, you remember 2020, right? All those peaceful protests? Uh, this is going to make that look like chicken, you know, chicken scratch. But uh, when this Roe versus Wade is supposed to be in June... But I've seen all the video. I've seen all the... Uh, the... Uh, the uh, main... Not the... Uh, the, the, the Facebook and all that, you know, I can't think of the word for that now, but anyway, of this kid, he's definitely uh, dressing up a, a lot as a woman, the, all the videos. Yep. So he had some issues with that, like in the uh, transgender type of thing. Well, he, oh, yeah, I mean, we're seeing this stuff that other people knew uh, yep. before then, but nobody, you know, it, it wasn't enough to uh, trip any investigations or any questions so yeah he right. he was pretty uh anti-social and and uh, against the norm estranged from family members friends right. blah 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 i mean the warning signs were there but who's going to pick up on it well no but the fbi well the boston bomber russia was russia was telling the fbi prior to the boston bombing what what these people were who these people were i mean let's face it dereliction of duty is the uh, nice way to say it but uh, mm, yeah. but no this uh, this the question the, the question is also made that there's no mass school shootings in Detroit you know why Detroit has its own designated police force for schools 
and so do others. Chicago, these big cities, they have a lot of violence. There's no, you never see the mass shootings at the schools in those big cities because they have, they did the right, they do the right thing. They're protected. Don't know. I don't know what the answer is because I haven't studied it. There's no answer. It's just, yeah, it's, no. It's just, it's just, it's just so sad. I mean, he's got these little kids. I mean, Jesus. I, I mean, oh. I know. No, I, I believe me. me crazy. You know, and this, and this guy, uh, this. I know. You ever heard of Cloward, Cloward Piven? No. Look that up sometimes. That's that's a that's a uh, you, you look it up. You'd be surprised. That's how to take down a country. Oh, all right. <laughs> stick well, by t- stick. I'll tell you what. I gotta I gotta go take down a commercial break right now. All right. Well, you have a good day. All right, anyway. Bob. Thank you. Uh, Eight fifty one. See, we're all frustrated. It doesn't make sense. Uh, 8.51 is the time. We'll take a break. Back with more. Birthday girl, Stevie Nicks, on the hit song for 1980. Mm, no, six? Seven. Ah, Almost. Missed it by so that much. Close. Yep, Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac, 1987, Sweet Little Lies. Uh, she was born on this date in 1948. I see. And uh, born on this date a year later, 1949, old Bo Cephas. Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Wow. Uh, I figured I'd uh, sneak uh, sneak that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something good, um, because Lord, it's you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 this is the way the conversations are going to be for a while. You know, well, again, we are pretty logical. We there's a beginning to things. There's an end to things. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to put it into a compartment so we can answer it. Right. And and say, I know what happened. Or right. I understand. Right. And when you can't, it just drives you nuts. Everything's open ended. There yeah. there it's like this doesn't compute. I need to and how do you how do you sit there and now look at the track record that this uh, obviously troubled young man had and it didn't um, manifest into anything. Right. Could it have been stopped? possibly, yeah. But it didn't. So, and um, will it happen again? Probably. Um, because while we're, we're wringing our hands in angst, trying to, trying to make sense of what happened, we're not paying attention to what could happen. We're not being proactive. We're being reactive. And you know what happens if all you are is going to react? You're never going to get on top of it. So, um, got to do something. And again, um, yes, I own firearms, um, and and I'm like a lot of people. Yeah, common sense gun control. Yeah, that's fine, but don't penalize me for the actions of people that had no intentions of obeying the law in the first place. Don't lump me together with them. Uh, but this goes more than just, um, you know, how did he bought the guns legally? Okay, end of story. Uh, the Newtown uh, shooting, 
if I remember correctly, he uh, killed his mother and took the guns from her. So again, there was no legal transaction involved with that. So, okay, but mental health issues, bingo, common thread. But how do you do that without interfering somebody's life? Uh, you know, and if you make it too prevalent, then maybe your neighbor doesn't like you and they call something into the police, throw a red flag out just because they don't like, you know, I mean, there's the downside that you're imposing on people. So it's got to be fair. It's got to be equitable. And it's got to be just done by somebody smarter than me. So you know who you are. Figure it out. News is next. Back on the other side with more. not often girls sing car songs oh yeah that's not like oh okay is it really it's kind, of, yeah. it's kind of cool it is pretty cool and it's just a catchy little catchy little thing yeah 907 is the time red Sox again tonight uh rubber match their uh, three game set with the white Sox. they pounded them first night lost by two last night okay all right a little let down that's okay sweep you know take two out of three and then come back to fenway tomorrow night that would be Fabulous. If you could do that. First pitch is at 810 tonight. You can hear all the action right here on News Talk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490, FM 98.9 WUVR. Okay. So um, uh, we were talking off air, um, trying to talk about something that we both agree on uh, that isn't, um, you know, tragedy laden. And we came up with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> she is good for that. Uh, you know, it's certainly not really controversial. So what was what was the thing she was doing? Apparently, she was doing a commercial for um, a product called Beyond. So it's meatless, um, uh, you know, food products. Okay. And apparently she's getting a lot of flack because in the commercial it appears she never actually takes a bite of the product and it looks like she's really faking eating so that is not sitting well with people because she her whole thing on this is i'm using uh my best asset to promote this product my taste and so, so since it's all built on, you know, her taste and how delicious this product is, 
Um, Everything it's, about it's her is falling, fake. Yeah, it's falling a little flat with viewers. Why do people put credibility in, in her? I do not know. I do not know. It, it, the thing is, so I watched the uh, little clip of the commercial. Eh, I, I guess I don't have as critical a mind as I should because I'm, I'm watching this. I'm like... It never really dawns on me that she's not tasting it. And at one point, she's got like a little lump of something in her cheek. So whether she just stuck her tongue in there to make it look like she's eating, I don't know. But yeah, it's 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 not going to sell a lot of this product if it looks like you can't even tolerate eating it for the commercial. Well, um, and I'm looking at a review. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, Kim Kardashian, bless her soul, faked eating a burger in an ad for a plant-based meat and really thought it would go unnoticed. you think she'd know better by now. She announced that she's become the chief taste consultant for Beyond Meat, a company that makes plant-based alternatives for things like burger patties, chicken nuggets, hot dogs. And uh, um, she posted a 30-second video. Mm-hmm. For one thing, it starts with her just standing there and everybody else bustles around her. Staring into your soul like some kind of evil Barbie android. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Complete with a slow <laughs> zoom uh, for a true dramatic effect. I thought for a second it was satire, but now I don't think so. Oh. She said, I believe so much in the mission of Beyond Meat that I've stepped in to help with my greatest asset, my taste. Mm-hmm. Except we don't see her actually take a bite out of any of the products she's going to taste. First and most damning of the fake chewing attempts is when she, quote, air quote, eats a vegan burger. But really, she just holds it up to her face while making chewing expressions. Mouth closed, <laughs> burger intact, untouched, not a bite to be seen. Then she stabs a meatball with a fork, holds it up to her face, and then, nope, nope, they cut to another food item. We also see her allegedly eating a chicken nugget while making, mmm, yum, but don't actually see her take a bite. She's just <laughs> chewing while holding the nugget. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kim's eagle-eyed fans would not let this slide calling her out on comments. You didn't show her actually consuming the product. Did she eat it? I ain't buying it because you ain't eating it. (laughs) Um, It cracks me up. And I'm the last. I am not defending Kim at all. I I think there is just no reason to even be still talking about this person. However, in any of the commercials that you watch, are you actually thinking that they're eating the product? I mean, I I don't. I figure they've got to take how many takes. They're not eating this soup every time, you know, Mm. whatever it is, or this cereal that's been sitting there between takes getting soggy. I don't actually believe that the actors are taking that little scoop of cereal or ice cream. The ice cream is not staying in its solid ice creamy form. So... I, I, I it would not have occurred to me, but it cracks me up that this is happening to well, her. Well, I'm okay with it. The reviewer said, um, uh, side note, I've tried Beyond Meat, and it is like weirdly close to meat. The patty bleeds uncomfortably accurate meat-like juices when you fry it, to the point I was legit <laughs> concerned I'd bought the wrong product. Honestly, uh, I can't agree with the Kardashian family. I have no idea how they did not anticipate this. Between getting called out for her weird Disneyland photoshopping and the influx of influencers outed for fake applying products in their sponsored posts, it's like, come on. Celebrities, stop fake using products in paid content challenge. <laughs> but again, we're talking the Kardashians. That's how they've made their fortune. I know. I know. Why do you I know. why do you build these people There's up? There's nothing authentic about them. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like the uncomfortably, what was the reviewer saying about the juices from the meat? Uh, the, patty, Uncomfort- the patty bleeds uncomfortably accurate meat-like juices when you <laughs> fry it. 
I love it. To the point I was legit concerned I'd bought the wrong product. Uncomfortably accurate meat-like juices. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, That's some good writing right there. But why do you hold up the Kardashians? I'm shocked. I'm offended. Wait. Seriously? I don't think she's being authentic right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've made gajillions of your dollars, Mm -hmm. taken money from you, (laughs) and basically thumbed their nose at you, Mm -hmm. and... You've gone, oh, Kim, oh, Courtney. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Man. Uh, I'm going to release the sex tape on you. That's how they got started. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah. I I'm bought, sure. I, what? They said it was you. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I paid big money for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Keep, keep your eye on our Facebook post. Yeah, can you say scam? Yeah, it'll be under the picture of Kim Kardashian. Yeah. 9.14 is the time. We'll take a break. Back with more after this. about them country boys and girls getting down on the farm. 918 is the time, and well, we're going to talk a little farm because way back in 1937, June started out as National Milk Month. But two years later, they went, no, that's not catchy enough. We're going to call it Dairy Month. Ooh, okay. June is National Dairy Month, and we have somebody who knows a lot more about it than we do. So, mystery guest, will you enter and sign in, please? Good morning, <laughs> the lovely and talented Amy Flynn Hall. How are you, kiddo? I am doing great. I miss your voice. It's nice to be back, and I feel honored that Gail McWilliam Jelly actually uh, handed the torch to me today, so I feel pretty proud of it. Oh, nice, nice. Well, please give my best to Gail. Um, but, I will. But, yeah, we, we miss having you on because you are our, our expert on all things dairy. I mean, I try to be an expert on all things dairy. You know, you come short here and there, but um, it, it really is. It's it's good to come back. And quite frankly, you know, I like National Milk Month. I like that title yep. more than June Dairy Month. Go figure. Yeah. Oh. I want people drinking more milk, hmm. like more milk. That's where the money is for our dairy producers. So selfishly. I kind of like the ring of National Milk Month. Okay, no, I get that. Now, we were going to ask you, you know, we're hearing about supply chain issues and shortages at the grocery stores. Is there any shortage of milk? Um, Well, what it boils down to um, is due to inflation, which is affecting everybody everywhere, it seems nobody is immune, Um, then you add the farm costs to that from feed to fuel to their lack of labor um, plus nationally cow numbers are down which means we're not producing as much milk as we typically would so that takes it and makes the country short on the commodity and we all know that that dairy is a commodity and it mm-hmm. ebbs and flows yep. so with the higher demand for milk 
but less cows and less milk being produced as a result of less cows, prices are expected to rise. Yes, it's one of those economic factors that, you know, affects every good that we run into a store. And, you know, dairy is certainly not immune from that. So, yes, you are going to see price increases. And and that basically what it boils down to is the nation has less cows. Um, and that is due to, you know, the cost of feed for dairy farmers. They okay, but, have to is weigh. The, but is the demand still there the demand is still there okay good absolutely the demand for the product hasn't changed it's just the availability and the amount of the product available that has changed now you know there's some good and obviously some bad to that i mean we're hitting consumers pockets and when i say we um i mean that dairy farmers have to control what's happening on their farms in terms of you know profit and margin mm-hmm. um but they are getting paid a little more um you know just to go back to a commodity um we all know how that works you know when the market is flooded our dairy producers don't get paid as much because there's too much product right. now there's less product so we're seeing um, the projected milk price in 2022 has now been raised to $25 per hundred weight, which is up $6, roughly 34% from 2021 average of only $18 per hundred weight. So that's good. Um, you know, farmers will definitely take a very small marginal profit over the consistent debt they've been in since 2016. But now you have to put in that Achilles heel that we're all facing, and that's their fuel. That's their lack of labor. That is the enormous increase in their feed prices. So these milk prices essentially, I don't want to say completely zero themselves out, but it just seems that as soon as dairy producers see that little small light at the end of the tunnel, um, inflation hits them as hard as everybody else. Well, now, so, and, and I, I was given a, a, a fact, and you can, you can tell me if it holds milk. Uh, despite rising fuel and feed costs, milk continues to be a great value at about 25 cents per eight ounce glass. That's a hell of a deal. Very true. Okay. It is. is. Okay, now that that to me reduces it to the lowest common denominator. So an eight ounce glass is costing me a quarter. And what am I getting for that? I'm getting getting, uh, uh, getting, uh, essential nutrients. I'm I'm building strong bones and teeth, uh, calcium, uh, potassium, blah, blah, blah. uh, What am I gonna get if I have soda? Or, or, or faux milk. I mean, come on, give me a break. That's a great deal. Yeah, no, you're absolutely, you're absolutely correct. And then, of course, there is no other product in the grocery store that can nutritionally match what milk naturally provides at the same price point. So it's, it's an obvious um, nutritional bang for your bucks that everybody should be picking up in the grocery stores when they are shopping. Are the prices up a little bit? Sure. Mm-hmm. But still, it does not decrease the value that you get for that quarter to 30 cents that you're spending. Um, It is a phenomenal deal. And at the same time, you know, you do, Peter, you make an excellent point. You know, soda is more expensive than milk. And what do you get out of that? Absolutely nothing. You get sugar, you possibly get some diabetes. Who knows? You know, I say that um, not in jest, but, but it is true. You actually suffer health consequences 
for spending that money versus health benefits for spending less money. So, yes, you make some some excellent points there. But you know, I come by it honestly. I mean, I'm a dumb farm boy from Maine, and that's what I grew up with. And and I see no, no reason to change. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's never really been a reason to change. And the positive you know, news here is we are seeing whole milk consumption start to come back. Now, milk consumption as a whole is a little bit down, but we're seeing a transition away from the skim milks, the 1%, back into your 2%, your whole milk, um, that's the satisfying keeps you full longer healthy choices in the dairy aisle and what that does is that increase based on the amount of butter fat in whole milk increases the prices paid to our farmers so getting back to why do i like national milk month better than national dairy month i love national dairy month don't get me wrong but because that fat content Number one is where your health is. It's healthy, natural fat. And number two, it's where the money translates to our dairy producers in terms of their payments. So there's some positive news there. Now, of course, anything you reach for in the dairy aisle, yogurt, cottage cheese, regular cheese, I don't care if it's skim milk or 1%, um, totally your choice. But I do like the idea and the reality that everything comes back right? Full nutrition always comes back to the table, no pun intended. You know, there was a time there when butter was bad and everybody was switching to margarine. Well, no, wait, let's take that back. Butter is so much better. Um, You know, red wine, that was bad. You should stay away from that or chocolate or coffee. And then you see the research that comes out and, oh, my bad. No, we were wrong. You should definitely have those things. So, as a whole, consumers are starting to pick up on this, and that's a really very good thing to see that whole milk market starting to uptick. And then also keep in mind that whole milk is 97% fat-free. So it's not like you're picking up something that is 80% full fat that you're drinking. No, it's 97.25, to be exact, fat-free product, and it's just as healthy. So that's the encouraging news. And so, Amy, as we're moving into what should be National Milk Month, (laughs) but Dairy Month (laughs) in June, um, what is the goal? Is it, uh, is, you know, are we making that Milk Month because we want to educate consumers about, you know, what they don't know about milk and dairy products? Is it we want to remind people like, hey, don't forget, what is the goal of having that focused month? Well, when it first originated, and it's still very much the same, um, it was created so that we could stabilize dairy demand when production was at a surplus. So it was a lot of the things that you just mentioned, Jeannie. It was a combination of education. It was a combination of promotion, just trying to make sure that what was in the market could you know, be purchased when it wasn't being purchased and to sort of stabilize that market. And that hasn't changed since 1937. So that all remains the same. And of course, 12 months a year, uh, we do similar things. But June is really a time to celebrate 
um, and sort of developed into this annual tradition that highlights the contributions that our farmers and the dairy industry make uh, to nutrition, to the nation, and actually uh, to the world. Nice. And then, okay, so one more question, because as we're going into summer, and I know we're focusing on milk month, and we talked about, you know, that, that that's kind of the key product but i'm always thinking of ice cream are we doing an ice cream trail coming up is that gonna gonna happen again we absolutely are and the good news is it's we are a week ahead of schedule typically this week i would be on the road delivering those trail maps to every rest area in the state but the good news is is they came off the printer early Mm -hmm. and the trail maps are out Right now, you can pick them up at every New Hampshire rest area and at participating shops, and this is a milestone year. My limit on this trail, because I do care about people's health, mm-hmm. is 50 shops maximum. I mean, how many shops can one person hit between the, <laughs> the months of, of May and October? I don't know, but I'm this up for the, the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try me. <laughs> This is this is the first year since the inception and creation of the ice cream trail map that we've hit that 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 level. We have 50 shops on the map, and believe it or not, we had uh, six shops um, who were in line saying, "Oh my goodness, we missed it. We want to be on it." So, you know, the traction that this has gained is um, extremely encouraging. Um, it's always been a huge hit it's a lot of work to put together i say it every year it's a labor of love but it's out there and with memorial day weekend right on our heels right around the corner there is no better way mm. than to you know to tour the state to see regions you may have never seen um to taste some of the best ice cream out there to support dairy producers and of course your small small ice cream shop owners so it's a win-win all around beautiful yeah and where can we pick up the maps because yeah that Uh, is it's a great that's a great family excursion you talk about going out on a little road trip that the kids are not going to mind (laughs) that's a great one Exactly. Um, it can be found at all New Hampshire rest areas okay. and at participating shops. So if you go to our website, which is nhdairypromo.org, um, just go to the New Hampshire Ice Cream Trail section and you'll see a list of all the participating shops. So if you just want to choose a shop that's in your area, you can start there and grab a map and, and continue along. Um, so, yeah, there's there's no shortage of maps out there. We actually had 50,000 of them printed this year, which is an enormous amount of maps because rest areas, they just fly right through them. Uh, the Manchester Airport, too, yeah. uh, they fly through them uh, from, you know, people just flying in. And while not everybody wants to hit all the 50 shops it's an excellent resource folks for the finest ice cream you can find so no you don't have to try to conquer the trail i mean we certainly encourage it and it's a great adventure but use it as a reference point as well and it may take you to areas of the state above the notch you mm. know pittsburgh moose alley cone absolutely get up there say, <laughs> yep. say hello say hello to them you know experience new hampshire in a way you never have before well, and when you, when you drive by the studio, uh, drop us off some here so we can give some to our guests. And when we go out, we can take some and spread the wealth. Absolutely. You bet. All right. Well, hey, we got to rock, but it, we miss you. We love having you back on. 
Well, thank you. I feel the same exact way, um, and I'm sure it won't be the last time this year. Good girl. You stay well. We'll talk soon, Amy. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. All right. We appreciate you, too, girl. See ya. Bye-bye. Uh, org. That's it. And we'll see if we can get our hands on some of those ice cream. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. We're taking a break. Back on the other side. 9.37 is the time. Okay, we're going in the Wayback Machine. Oh, okay. You like this. Oh, I do. Yes. We're going back to the week of April 11th, 1964. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. The number one song in the land mm-hmm. was Can't Buy Me Love oh. by the Beatles. All right. The number two song was Twist and Shout by oh. the Beatles. <laughs> okay. The number three song, Uh-oh. I'll tell you in a minute. The number four song, She Loves You. By the by Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. I sense a trend. And the number five song mm-hmm. was Hello, Dolly by oh, Louis Armstrong. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. But one song got in the middle of the Beatles sandwich. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to play the song, and I defy you to tell me who it was, uh, and I'll tell you the backstory about this song as soon as we, you hear some of it. Every time you kiss me, I'm still not certain that you love me. Every time you hold me, I'm still not certain that you care. Though you keep on saying you really, really, really love me. Do you say the same words to someone else when I'm not there? Suspicion. My heart Suspicion Keeps us apart Suspicion Why touch me Every time you call me okay. And tell me we should be tomorrow Who's this, who's this sound like? It sounds like Elvis. Yeah, there you go. Well, when that song came out, a bunch of Elvis's uh, Memphis Mafia uh-oh. Called him, hey boss, love the song, man. He's going, uh, <laughs> what song? What, what song? Yeah. Uh, I'm having a peanut butter and <laughs> banana, banana sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy singing the song is Terry Stafford. He's from Amarillo, Texas. No. Yeah. And uh, that was it. That was his big shot. I've never heard of him. Never heard of the guy, Terry Stafford, um, out of Amarillo. A great song. Yeah, the song's not bad though. The part that freaks me out is the the little backup singers going that it sounds yeah, like they're trying to be weird ghosts. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't like it. But that snuck in. Huh. Beatlemania hitting America and Terry and Stafford. That made it. Yeah. And Terry's, then he didn't go on to do anything else? No. That was pretty uh, he had one other one other quasi hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, but that was it. Wow. That was it. Um, but yeah. Well, kudos for getting yourself right wedged in the middle of Beatles stuff. Yeah, well, that's it. Uh, um, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, but um, it sounded like Elvis. Yeah, it does. And and Elvis was floored. <laughs> uh, saying, uh, that ain't me. And Elvis, I guess, had to come out and say, that wasn't me, man. Wow, yeah. <laughs> man. But uh, Elvis did a version of it, too. After that, he's like, that. okay, wait, what would it sound yeah. like if it was me? Yeah. And, oh, uh, that's funny. And, it, you know, it was pretty good. But mm-hmm. for Elvis fans, um, they're going, oh, oh, the king. Well, yeah, no. Um, yeah, not so much. Yeah, not His as much. His body double. But it's just it's one of those little... Vocal mu- double. One of those little musical things. Uh, kind of cool. That, yeah. Uh, you know? Very interesting. Yeah, I thought you might like that. I did. Sneak it in there. 
Um, so anyway, that's it. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's all we got. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, but Elvis, uh, yeah, Elvis did in 60, 64, I think. Hmm. Uh, 62? I don't remember. But um, it, was, it was in that thing. But uh, yeah, that is not Elvis. That's Terry Stafford. That is and surprising. People, wow, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So anyway, no. And we're not talking Suspicious Minds. That's a different song. Right. Uh, so anyway. Oh, well, 941 is the time. There's a little musical trivia for you. So now you know who Terry Stafford was. Exactly. Expanded our horizons. You didn't, didn't know that before, I did, did you? I did not know that. There oh, you go. He's not on the mixtape. Uh, oh, mixtape. <laughs> go figure. There we I go. Guess. All right. Uh, got, a, uh, uh, got an email this morning uh, from a listener. And um, uh, it said, uh, this goes with your segment today. Um so the media is complicit in furthering the administration's war on legal gun owners. Remember, an unarmed society is easier to control. It's already harder to purchase a gun legally than it is to buy a car. Cars driven by accident, uh, careless, impaired, or intentionally reckless people kill adults and children daily to the tune of 35,766 combined total in 2020 alone. There is zero call to ban cars or even require a federal background check before purchase. Driver's licenses are not background checks. They are the equivalent of a hunter safety exam. Every single firearm purchased from a manufacturer, retailer, or wholesaler requires a criminal background check. Stop falling for propaganda. You are being played. Wow. Yeah. And and Jeannie and I had this conversation a couple days ago. Um, and, and I remember vividly um, a few years back. Uh, somebody came up from Massachusetts, uh, and they were intent on taking their own life. And um, um, they parked along the side of the road, and a car came by, and they came down off the embankment, tried to T-bone the car and kill themselves, missed the car, fortunately, uh, for that, that particular driver. Uh, then the vehicle uh, started speeding up and was heading down uh, Route 103, and um, a woman, totally unsuspecting woman, uh, local, uh, local uh, from, from Merrimack County, um, was driving up the road. The person swerved and uh, ran head on, killed himself and the woman in the car. And like, and the time we all showed up to support the family. It's like, why? For the love of God, if you wanted to end your life, why do you have to use somebody else as the instrument to do it? They meant nothing to you. They were not bothering you. Um, and that, that always hit home to me. Um, that just, um, the, the senselessness of it. Right. Well, the taking of innocent life, yeah. Yeah, no matter what, is just... Uh. And, and it, we talked about it this morning. Trying to make sense, you know, put your arms around. Right. How? Why? Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to end your life, go do it. You know, go up in the mountains and and, uh, just see ya. You know, we'll find the body in a year from now. I mean, whatever. But that's between you and you. Don't don't drag me or or somebody else you don't know into your cast of demise. It's not required. Um, And if you need that, then maybe you're not really committed to this whole endeavor in the first place, you know? Um, But yeah, that, uh, so seeing that uh, email this morning saying, mm-hmm. you know, cars, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know vividly of one and that 
still stays with me. It just makes no sense. Well, and it goes back to the it's it's more the mental health issues yeah. or the the state of mind of whatever person is is doing these acts. It's not necessarily the vehicle that they're using, whether it is an actual vehicle, yeah. whether it's a, a gun, a weapon, whatever yeah. the weapon is, it's a deeper problem than that. So we can't go attacking yeah. the... Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I know. exactly. I know. No, I get it. But again, um, we always come to the table uh, a day late and a dollar short. Mm-hmm. We're, we're retroactive about it. Sure. Um, so we're trying to deal with what just happened we're not looking ahead Mm -hmm. and this troubled uh youth in texas displayed all kinds of warning signs and now everybody can point to them clear as a bell but how come nothing happened Mm -hmm. how come uh, uh, mental health people weren't pulled in or or law enforcement or somebody to say hey what's going on you know, you threaten this or, you know, you shooting people and blah, blah, blah. Um, same thing in Buffalo uh, at the grocery store. And, and it just goes on and on. We're great at looking back going, oh, yeah, the signs were there. Well, and so we're, gonna, we're, we're in the same place we always are. We're, we're looking behind. We're not looking ahead. What's it going to take for us to look ahead? I don't know. That's got to come from somebody who's smarter than me. So 940... Six is the time. Wow. Uh, again, quickly, Red Sox tonight, 8-10, rubber match, Chicago White Sox uh, uh, split one game apiece. Hopefully, Sox can pull this one out. They come back to Fenway tomorrow night for a home stretch on a winning note. First pitch is at 8-10. You can hear all the action right here on AM 1490, FM 98.9, WUVR. News Talk 99.7, WNTK. That is for sure. Must be just like living in paradise. That's right. <laughs> David Lee Roth, 1987. Uh, great album. Uh, it was a wonderful album. Um, but kind of one and done. Uh, and then, you know, he did that thing with um, Van, Van. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Van yeah. Halen. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it. That yeah. One. It's like, all right. And he did. Little known hair band. Yeah, did, 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 did okay. <laughs> yeah. Managed to churn out a couple. Which one? When do you think of a hair band? Do you yep. think of Van Halen or Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi, yeah, White Snake, yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. Were you a Bon Jovi fan? I, I liked some of their stuff, but I wasn't like a rabid fan like a lot of the other girls were. Really? Who yeah. were who you still hanging on to David to Cassidy? Sean Cassidy? Yeah, no, yeah. no, it was never David Cassidy, oh. Sean Cassidy. No, I don't know. I, I liked a lot of different... I think I was just past the... I don't know. The the celebrity... New Kids on the Block? No, oh, okay. that was way too new. Oh. No, blah. Okay. No. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> blah. Oh, blah. No, that was a little too bubblegum for me. Okay. All right. Um, not a bad day uh, in store. Uh, mostly cloudy today. Uh, highs for yeah, uh, Sullivan County, Merrimack County, about 71-ish. Um, but mostly cloudy. Tomorrow, 77, a little warmer afternoon thunderstorm. Uh, Saturday, shower and a thunderstorm, 73. Um, clouds and sun on Sunday, 76. Your uh, holiday Monday, 83. Partly nice. sunny, very warm. Yay. Uh, back to work on next Tuesday, 81. Wednesday, 80. Thursday, 83. Okay. Ooh. Next Friday, a week from tomorrow, mm-hmm. 72. Mm. Afternoon thunderstorm. Saturday, 67 showers. <laughs> uh, June 5th, uh, Sunday, 67 degrees. So we're going 70, 80, uh, and 76. And then a little so, breather. Yeah, yeah. We're, oh, there we we're go. still trying to figure it we're out. We're cycling through. That's yeah. fine. That works. Yeah. That works. I'm okay. A little rain occasionally from time to time. That's it makes it so you that. don't have to water the lawn. No. You don't have to water the plants. No, yeah. that works yeah. too. No, we, we need that. Yeah, so. we do. Um, boy, I'll tell you. A story that is is getting kicked to the curb, um, and it shouldn't, but it, it is. Um, is the um, um, the whole Michael Sussman um, thing, um, John Durham, um, the uh, investigation, um, and Michael Sussman was, uh, and Robbie Mook. Uh, who was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager when she ran, he said, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, she approved of it. Um, the whole, remember, uh, Trump had Russian connections? Okay. Well, it was a lie. And he said it was a lie. Everybody said it was a lie. And they no, 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 no. We're investigating this. Well, now, the guy who was peddling it, Michael Sussman, um, yeah, he admits, he said, oh, no, 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 I wasn't getting money from anybody. Well, he was getting paid by the Clinton campaign. He was getting paid by somebody else, uh, a think tank aligned with the Clinton campaign. And apparently Robbie Mook was brought in and said, oh, yeah, no, we saw it. No, she uh, she approved of, of having floating this out there. I was like, okay, she sanctioned it. So she approved the attempt to dirty up Donald Trump and paid him as an agent of the Kremlin. And the media was running with that. And it, it, and, and uh, even after Trump won, it basically uh, you know, put a halter on, on the presidency for a long time. It's illegitimate. It, it's, you know, uh, resist, protest. It's like, okay, so you basically screwed up our country, and she knew about it. The campaign approved it, but the media is uh, soft-selling it because... They have to admit that they were complicit, that they ran with that story because they wanted it to be true. They were willing it to be true. And now it's like, oh, damn, now you caught me. Um, oh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. And so it's not getting a lot of traction. And, and of course, the tragedy, latest tragedy in Texas is doing all it can to, to bury it even further. Uh, and, of course... Uh, the price of gas, the price of groceries, inflation, the stock market, blah, 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 blah. It just, it, it's not able to stand up on its own two feet and go, hey, look at me. Okay. When Nixon uh, and the Watergate plumbers did their dirty tricks, 
Whoa, media was hanging them, hanging them. Okay, this is a dirty trick. It flat out is. And now you're seeing it for what it was. It was nothing. It was a distraction. It was a diversion. Uh, and the media ran with it. Now they have to admit that they were complicit. They ain't going to do it. Kicking and screaming. Occasionally you get a few of them going, okay, mea culpa. Uh, Should have known better. My bad. Okay. A little late to the party, but um, so, yeah, it just uh, drives me nuts. What can I say? Um, anyway, been a been an interesting week. Oh, it has been. You know? Absolutely. No shortage of things to talk about. Thank you to everybody uh, who came through the studio on air with us. And uh, we will endeavor to persevere and do it again next week. Uh, we've already got people pounding down the doors wanting to get on. Yeah, we do. So, so it's good. So Jeannie and I will take some time and forget about it until Tuesday morning Tuesday. at yes. 8 o'clock. <laughs> Who's on? <laughs> yeah. um, but have a, have a great long weekend if, you, if you're off. Enjoy it. Please be safe. Uh, keep your radios on 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490, FM 98.9 WUVR. And happy holidays. And um, we'll be back and join you next week.